0: You ready? Uh, yeah. Sure am. Sure am, whippersnapper.
1: Listen here, kiddo. You the Got some lessons for you. We're about to drop some serious knowledge.
0: I feel like we oh, like I always think that I'm like dropping fucking knowledge on people. You know, when you're about like, to, you think you're dropping like an intellect bomb on somebody and then they just look back at you like that wasn't even like remotely you anything?
1: Frequently, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, like now that I'm trying to like trying to like see if I can like smoke weed and try to be like chill and like peaceful, just like we're not drinking. I I realize that I'm like diving into intellectual concepts that I think are like gonna stir crazy conversations, and then I just and get, everyone's like, like, of, like, and yeah, it's just like the blank stares back, and I'm like, so you're not an intellect? <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs>
1: So you're not a scholar? So what you're telling me is you've never done acid? Um and actually no, I have not ever done acid. Uh yeah, conversations I love having out there.
0: You've
1: never done acid? I'm open to doing shrooms, oh, really? but I'll I'll never I'll probably never do acid and I have no issues with that.
0: Okay, like I'm not
1: talking No, no, I I no, but like you know how I don't know, like I I at this point in my life no acid doesn't appeal to me in any way. Like
0: I think shrooms are a lot better, and like you get like more, you get better effects than that. I would definitely recommend shrooms too. I'm like not even trying to push drugs on this podcast by any means. Like if you feel like so, you like to smoke weed. Shrooms in small doses are more chill than marijuana. I've been more fucked up than mar- by marijuana every single time than how I feel when I'm on shrooms. Are just like you just love everyone. Like there's no anxiety, only love exists, and like, hey, that's that's a beautiful thing that only drugs only drugs can do. Let's be real. Like there's no time when I look at people and I'm just like, I'd hug fucking everyone in this room. Like I'd hug the fuck out of everyone. I wonder if I get consent.
1: I wonder if we'll ever air an episode where we don't talk about like anal sex or drugs.
0: No, I mean, like i don't I don't think that that would ever
1: happen. it's not really our brand to not talk about those things,
0: yeah, like we, but based on the fact that me or you have never had anal and the amount that we talk about it, it oh, is there a new thing that you'd like to share like did a new little fun thing happen?
1: You've never had anal.
0: wait i've said that we've never had we both never had anal so many times in this podcast and you always look at me you've never like, looked
1: at my face then in the camera when you've said that and i've been like so you've been holding it back until i thought you were in we're on tired. it i always thought you were making <laughs> oh. I, wait i always thought you were kidding by saying like we've never done that no what, what, that's like a weird joke <gasps>
0: are you fucking with me right now like no pun intended
1: you're going to come out to
0: me that you've had anal for two years in this podcast right now. We've been talking about anal
1: since day one. And I always make a comment, well, we've never had it. I always thought you were kidding because you always made the comment like that. So I never, like, I thought you were in on the joke. Like, I thought what I was, was in on the joke. You just assumed that I had anal? <laughs> just
0: because I fuck doesn't mean I fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? this is wow by the way guys this is actually i'm i don't care but i also like i just thought we were both like (laughs) kind of like shooting the shit a lot like no pun intended but like i i don't know like i I, I... thought that we both never had anal
1: i mean like uh anyways so i've never with who with who
0: like many people are you an anal girl like you love it Dude, those exist i'm not gonna name names but i have friends that love it like and i'm like oh to me, there's you know is a time like and a
1: place myself. there is a time and a place um and so what is the
0: time and the place like i'm like i have a lot of questions i feel like i feel like you are hiding a lot
1: more from me now this like, is
0: i actually feel like blindsided like this is i feel like
1: blindsided that you didn't know this like
0: so you thought i had anal this whole time like a lot
1: much like everyone does coke I thought like everyone does like anal
0: not everyone does coke babes
1: apparently not everyone does anal either
0: (laughs) and not everyone does anal
1: babe if this is what I'm wearing right now for you to take this clip and put it on the web I'm taking a photo
0: like you literally look like a porn star right now too so that doesn't fucking help (laughs) when I say that you look like you kind of look like a bookie you look like a bookie porn star like you're a book all right little technical difficulty okay i can't even say technical difficulties because i've said it so much on this podcast
1: oh no all that oh, ain't god, you're so <laughs> <down>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god oh no all that anal footage gone not footage recordings gone I No, out no. all, all of windows. that anal stuff
0: was great. We had all of the anal. It was just when you started going off again. Oh, after. no. It's
1: all gone.
0: <laughs> That's kind of how I feel. Like I feel like you're holding so many secrets from me now. I- I'm sorry. You have to give me a little bit more. Who did you have anal with the first time? The first anal experience, who was it with? And what made you just be like, hey, like, put your dick in my butthole.
1: It, well, the first... <laughs> The first time we did, you look him in the eyes. It was not
0: planned. It was an accident, accidental. We've had a whole, we had a whole bit on accidental, and like, I even said after that, like, I have never even had accidental anal.
1: All comedy comes from all comedy comes from your own truth.
0: I, I, we've had, I've had accident, like it slipped in, but like it never slipped in. So you're trying to tell me that you had accidental, and then it became real anal, because accidental. It's just like a little slip in and you're like, Oop, get out of my b-hole. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's like, okay, might as well. That's
1: what happened. No, that's drinking. not how it goes. That's not how accidental goes. Well, that's not like how old, it went. You know, it's in here. Oh my goodness. I'm not a-
0: I'm not a-hole shaming you, like at all. Like if you like it like that, I'm power to you. Like I'm, I'm like actually like, <gasps> that's kind of hot. <laughs> that's kind of hot, Soleil. <laughs> that's kind of hot. Damn, you're a bad bitch.
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: damn i so late like, i'm looking at you so differently like you were a bookie before and now you kind of like the sunglasses are taking a different form
1: yeah to like hide to hide away from the world that knows too much about me
0: dude just because your boss listens to this and now knows that you like anal doesn't change your work environment <laughs> what's up steve <laughs> that's my dad's name
1: what's up steve <laughs> fuck
0: on the well, note on
1: the note of dads on the note um, of dads after so yeah talking, let's segue from slay so you should take acid to, to anal to our fathers this is perfect this is the most on brand we have been in a minute i think this is on the
0: right trajectory in my opinion drugs anal dads dude <laughs> fucking hell yeah But besides the america
1: america the free
0: like we're women and we get to talk about drugs anal and fucking dads not fucking our dads but i was just saying, i was going like, to say like come on not fucking our dads um at all unless you I, I i'm going to i am hard against dad fucking your own father uh
1: no, yeah i would <laughs> i would so hope so
0: um i think it's really funny when people always say like obvious things like that like i am against um what's that serial killer that's out right now jeffrey that TV Dahmer? Show? yeah i don't, I heard a girl the other day. I don't like Jeffrey Dahmer. It's like when people say stuff like that that are so obvious, like I don't support people fucking their dads. It's like, yeah, no shit. Like, <laughs> like no shit you don't like Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, who's fun, in oh, debate with you? Fun
1: fact, fun fact about Jeffrey Dahmer. So he grew up in Ohio. And one of yeah. my brother's best childhood friends growing up, his father grew up in Ohio. And he was coincidentally next door neighbors with the Dahmers. And he said, Jeffrey seriously was always a fucking weirdo.
0: Yeah. He there's nothing about that kid that stating the obvious,
1: from, but from a personal perspective.
0: Interesting. I'm glad that he wasn't uh, a a gay black man or he would have been done for. So count your blessings. Mm. Besides the fact, back on the topic of dads. So I was talking to my dad earlier today and he my dad just makes like such childish comments all the time. Like he need like teehees after like my dad He doesn't even get out his joke or what he's about to say without blasting out laughing. Like, he doesn't even finish the punchline of what he's saying without laughing. And I was like, that's crazy. Like, my dad's 62, and he acts like a fucking child. Like, he is such a kid. And he's also such a great dad in the same point in time but he acts like such a child he's such a goofball he was like this weekend I'm gonna go to the cape and I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck around and have a good time and he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit of yard work by my sister but then I'm at, at by noon he's like I'm checking my clock at noon and he's like I'm partying and it's just like such a cute thing to say and like I just love that like where is the line of adulthood drawn you know what I mean like when mm. is it like I'm i'm a fucking i have to behave like an adult i have to be an adult and i think that's a type a type b person and those perspectives obviously change all the time but like i grew up with my dad always just being an example of like we can have a good time like let's fuck around like let's just like be kids like have some fun with it like yeah and my mom
1: like loved boring
0: yeah and my mom i think like my parents were real advocates of like be youthful and they would like to be like my mom would play barbies with me like make stories up with me like everything that I can remember as a kid my parents were
1: my parents would play with us all the time
0: yeah and I think that that's why we also I think spiritually God gives us children because we get to tap back into that side of ourselves that we we forget that we can be kids for like 10-15 years and we're like grinding out our careers this this and this and we're like so serious about ourselves and then we get to act like kids again because I feel like we're actually meant to be youthful and be around youth and like I think that that's why we have kids in our lives. Seriously. Like they keep you in check. Kids are so honest and like you play with them. You have to play with your children. You have to talk like a baby to them. You have to like, you have to bring yourself down. You know what I mean? Like you have to keep that youthful energy right now. We're both like in our going into our late twenties, which we're going to get into, but like, there's that energy right now where I'm like, I gotta be so serious. Like I gotta be such an adult. Like I'm not going to talk like a baby right now. Like, you know what I mean? And then there's like 40-year-olds that have like a three-year-old that are like, what's up, goo, gaga, pee-pee, poop poo You know what I mean? And I think it's just such like a a weird juxtaposition of like, what is age? Like what is, what is age necessarily? What is
1: growing up? And when do you even know that you are an adult? And that's kind of what you and I were speaking about um, earlier, well, earlier this week and then earlier today as well was like, how do you know you're becoming an adult? Or how do you know you are an adult? That's what it was. And I said, I don't think that it's a specific like circumstance or a specific event. I don't think that it's a series of events. I don't think it's anything like that. I think that you become an adult as you gain more experiences, as you put yourself in more situations, as you're given the choices more and more and the choices that you make, that's what like then when you're reflecting on your life or seeing like, okay, I'm doing things this way, this I'm doing things this way right now, but how did I used to do them? Or how is the evolution of how I do things or what I do for work has changed? Like, where is the growth in those things? Those are the moments where I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I am an adult. Like, I'm doing it. Like, I've had all these experiences. I make choices this way now. Like, I pay my bills. I'm a functioning member of society. Like, I put a hair mask in like i do laundry and then i smoke my joint like i that's adulting baby
0: i know that was the that was the thing that you were saying to me you're like we're about to record and you're like should i smoke this joint or not and i literally respond with like you're a grown-ass adult wow that person made an adult decision to lay on their horn because they're busy and have to get back to their fucking unhappy marriage besides the fact um I don't know why I need to shed a negative light on that while I'm trying to talk about adulthood, not being negative, but there's just like, again, bringing it back to the fact that there's this weird overarching doom when it comes around this topic of adulthood, at least for me. Um, but I was like, Oh, you're in a grown ass adult. Soleil. like, you can make that decision if you want to smoke that joint or not.
1: Um, but it's those decisions that it's like, guess what decision I mean? It'll
0: shock you to smoke it just a little bit i can though. tell i can tell by the grin on your face like there's like this subtle like stoned grin when it's like you have like a half a half smile like at all times you guys like, you
1: i have a beanie <laughs> on and i'm rocking like some 70s fucking like huge face like sunglasses they cover like three quarters of my face and um it's that. also hot as fuck in san diego so it's, it's definitely a vibe over here yeah okay well we love that
0: we love that okay so the fact on the topic of adulthood like when we're talking about like when you become an adult like you feel like it's like when you have like this coming to Jesus moment like that it's like fucking all these doors are gonna open and everything's gonna be easy because like me as a child I don't know what it was I always kind of viewed that like I would be able to figure out adulthood and navigate it better than my parentals my parentals Cause I was like, they are having a tough go at being parents. Like no offense. I'm going to be honest. Like they did the best that they could. And actually like, I'm so thankful for everything that they could do for me. But I watched my parents kind of struggle, like mental health wise, financially, in a lot of ways, like a lot of parents do because you don't plan this shit out. And I was like, I'm going to be the polar opposite. Everything's going to be fucking easy for me. I see what it's like for things to be hard. So fucking adulthood is going to be a breeze. Little did my fucking little bitch ass know that when you see that, you're conditioned to think that life is meant to be hard and you start making your life harder on yourself un- unintentionally. So it's just one of those things where it's like, I Or I you think see lo- how I-
1: hard it was and you're able to look at past situations with a little more grace for knowing what someone right. was up against in that situation, but knowing it wasn't just them in that situation right. that they needed to take care of. It was them, their partner, and their three kids. Like no, it's it's all 100%. like huge, like it's kinda like, oh fuck, like, okay, well they made their choices and like that's why they have us. But like damn, I, I wouldn't necessarily want to like I don't think I would want to make the choices my parents are making at my age right now that they you know what I'm saying? Like, I just have no, to worry I about really myself and I know learn adulting thing that, with that a we're little saying, more.
0: We are worrying about in this stage of adulthood solely ourselves. Like there's other people our age, obviously that could have, that have children right now can have children. Like, you know what I mean? But we're on the self, like what I was saying earlier, getting into this conversation, we're on that selfish process of being adults. And that selfish process of adulthood when you are single and you're trying to get everything navigated into your career path, it is a very selfish period of time, but it's also a very frightening period of time oh,
1: it's where terrifying. you feel like there's
0: this ending, this ending impending doom, this fucking giant clock. That's like, that's on your fucking fridge at all times. Just being like, tick, tick, tick. And I don't know why it needs to be there. Cause fuck that. And like, when you listen to that ticking sound that is non-existent that I don't know where it's societally made up or what, but like, I, I felt as though like these moments that shift you into oh I need to think about these things it's like I'm taking a break from dating right now so therefore now I'm thinking okay when I open that energy up I'm opening that energy up to somebody that I would want to be like a legitimate long-term partner I changed my perspective in this period of not dating right now to the fact that if I date somebody next it would be a potential person I'd marry and that makes me want to projectile vomit on this microphone Like literally, but it's the the basis of the facts though. It's a facts.
1: It is, but it's also how you look at it because it's like, damn, the next person that I actually do let in or the next person that keeps stride with me or the next person that inspires me, the next person that like I start taking seriously, like we've made that a serious aspect of our lives. We've, you know what I mean? Like, so that's kind of where like, I think that adulthood thing switches where it's like, but then in other aspects of my life, I've tammed down on the adulthood and I've cranked up on like the levels of fun or the levels of bullshit. But it's kind of like as I'm navigating almost like these different control levels for like things that I want to do, it's like, okay, well, I can have a little more room in this sense right over here. But, yeah, the idea of letting someone in again would mean that they are aligned with like what i'm doing and what i'm doing is navigating adulthood and creating a life that like i'm proud of and a life that like someone would be lucky to step into and walk with me you know
0: i want to practice this exercise for a second so what is adulthood to you like what do you define as being an adult
1: um I don't know. I don't. I don't think that there is like for me an answer because like I'm in adulthood right now, so like my bills are paid. Like I guess like the it's like a concept. Like it's a social construct, adulthood. Like it, it is
0: like that's yeah, what I'm trying to like, get at. It's, it's, it's a social more, construct. Like, it's it's but literally is...
1: it's vague. Like what is adulthood? It's like so I vague. guess to some people it would be having kids to some people it would be buying a home like to me those are those are definitely like milestones and huge achievements but it kind of makes me think like i was having this conversation with Ian like last week or whenever we were on a hike and we were talking about like the prime of our lives and like how like, what do you think it means to be in the prime of your life? Does that to you right. go to a specific age range of like, oh, I was in my primes from 22 to 26? Or is it like yeah. more of a bigger picture? Because like, it's, it's just how you look at things and how you look at time and the passing of time. And so for me, it's not necessarily like, like I was saying earlier, it's it's not something that's marked by certain achievements. It's marked by personal growth. Like adulthood right. is personal growth that's what it's also hard to is say to
0: right and I think that that's a good good response on that because it's like literally hard to say like what are the my golden years Where like what are this like I feel like it with age is when you become the most mature and you can actually sit back and answer so many more questions and like I think that that it's we're having this conversation is because like we were both just like okay like we're not in our early 20s anymore we're going into our later 20s And, like, I've been thinking about it a lot since that last recording. Like, I I don't know why. And, like, it's actually kind of, like, creeping me out how much I'm thinking about it. Like, I'm hyper-fixated on the fact that I'm turning 27 soon, that I'm forgetting that I'm still 20 fucking 6 right now. Like, I'm not even 27. And, like, there's nothing wrong with turning 27. Like, I like myself more and more as I'm getting older that I know I'm going to only like the the, the older version of myself and who I'm going to continue growing into. And it's what I want to have this conversation about is – why am I getting this like weird impending doom feeling like I'm not doing enough now? I was doing, I'm fine a few months ago, but now I'm not. But a few months is where this whole shift of like being a piece of shit
1: lies. Like this is, this is what I was saying to you the other day too, was that like, I think this is at least for me, like one of the first years where it feels as if like I've, I have like, There's been such a clear transition and shift in who I am and who I am at my core and what paths I want to take and like what I want to align for myself that there is so much to look back and reflect on. And once again, like that reflection, but also seeing like how many or just how quickly time is passing. And how many experiences I have already had and learned from and grown from. And just, I think that's more to me what it is, is it's not that time is like scary or age is scary. It's more like time passes so quickly. And I spent so long, Mm. so dissatisfied with Mm, the quality of my life. And that was from a lot of my own doing that to, To not to to be grateful for every day here and to not know what the future holds, but knowing that I want to live so much more like I want to live to one hundred and ten percent like I want to take every day into one hundred and ten percent. I don't want to just say like, oh, I lived 30 percent of the time. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, it doesn't matter what level of mundane task I'm doing or if it's going to work or if it's going to an event, if it's hanging out with friends, if it's hanging out with myself. I want to thoroughly enjoy or at least have a true, like authentic meaning to gain something right. from those things, whether it's a paycheck, whether it's emotional growth, spiritual growth, physical growth, what, or you know, like what progress, like whatever it is, like right. that's more to me of like, oh shit, like I wasted a lot of time and now I'm 27 and like, I want to, so I when you say waste, my next. I just want to
0: call you out when you say waste, because I've done the same thing it's not a waste because you would never be the person that you are right now without those experiences and like being in that, st- in that space. Am I saying that you need to continue that? I've had a lot of things in my, in my opinion, like I, I was really depressed where I couldn't leave my bed for a period of time. And I'm not going to sit here and say like, I wasted my life away. I couldn't necessarily change well, that at that period of
1: time. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off really quick just before you forget. For me, And I don't know if I've ever spoken on this particular like part of like my mental health stuff, but I've had mental health issues and severe anxiety since I was in middle school and high school. However, my parents always were very communicative about my ability to access therapy and to access resources. And I had all those things offered to me. However, Mm. I chose to I wasn't okay. ready or whatever and so it's not necessarily wasted but it was like I continually made the choice to not seek better for myself right. so for me personally it's not necessarily wasted time but it's time where I know I could get to the same place I am mentally it would have been different like but I could still be living a be- I could have lived a better quality of life for longer than I have now because right. I definitely willing definitely yeah so it's it's not I, a waste I, I think but that it your was guilt like is uh... coming from
0: the fact that it was offered to you and provided to you and yeah. a lot of people don't have that so you exactly. have this like existential guilt but like you weren't mentally able to accept that girl like that's the one thing I got to say true like, as well so like this is the one thing you're like basically saying like you were so deep in your mental health battle that I'm a piece of shit that I didn't know had it you didn't know that you were fucked up like you didn't know that there was something fucking wrong with and you, and so I so, like, further the, fucked
1: myself problem. up by like not acknowledge- not further fucked myself up, but like yeah, your mental health goes through waves, and I got lower and lower into it by the f- sounds the more like just I about fucking
0: right. Yeah, I mean, like you're you're basically answering things that you you know about yourself, and it's just one of those things though too, where it's like. We're racing all this time, and especially if you're somebody that's had depression and anxiety for like long bouts of time, like seasons and seasons of time of depression, that you're like, I never-ending snowstorms of terror, (laughs) pending fucking doom, like that. It's just like you've been in cycles of it that you also feel like you're you have to be living in this happy state and this non-depressive state and fulfilling it so much more. I know I find myself doing that where I'm like, where can I go this weekend? I got to take a trip this weekend because I'm not fucking depressed piece of shit anymore. Like I do that all the time where I'm just like, also chill. Like we are not in control of fucking anything especially things like our depression especially like our things of anxiety so like having sympathy for ourselves is okay and like going into adulthood is super fucking rad because it's actually like all of those seasons of of actual turmoil turmoil all of it was worth it dude but it, it really is like i i feel like how i get to speak and carry myself and be as a grown woman like it's incredible. Like I get to, I get to have so there's much a self-assuredness.
1: And- there's a preparedness. There's, there's a belief in oneself and one's own strength and one's own power when they have walked through seasons of depression or seasons yeah. of mental health, you know, crises. Like right. there is a level of holy shit. Like I'm turning 27. I made it to 27 and like, and it wasn't, through active forms of trying to not make it to through 27, but almost even more dangerous in the sense of passive forms of just a, whatever happens happens, but I'm not setting yourself up for good things to happen. Like, I guess
0: I, I I think so. I think that as well. And I, I also just think it's like one of those things where you were saying earlier that like everything we were talking about seasons of adulthood and like being unhappy and being happy what I think adulthood is, is just actually fulfilling happiness and like being able to be happy. Like, I think that that's just it. Like, that's just the secret of like, for me, of what I view as adulthood. I view adulthood as trying to find contentness and trying to just be fucking happy because you've come and gone. You have more experiences. You have more knowledge. You have more patience for yourself. You fucking know yourself. I know myself. I know my triggers. Like, I know the things that I need from partners. I know the things that I need from friends. Like, I feel like being adulthood is just trying to be in that contentment and trying to just sustain being fucking happy.
1: See, I don't. I feel like that almost for me is like too big of a goal to like ask myself to like search for happiness. Be happy? Well, in the sense of like, what is happiness then? What do you equate happiness to be? Because I was saying by saying contentment. So contentment. That's what so saying. okay. So not in the sense you're of like cheerful. And, and yeah. Not the super yeah, not official, like, like easy, like, happy no, term, no. but more of just a level of I can move through life content and but happy. But that's happiness okay. to me, and that's no, no, adulthood and to me. I right? actually I agree wholeheartedly with that statement, yeah. is that adulthood like, is finding an inner peace and a trust in oneself yeah. that you can maintain. Right, right. You and you have be- more
0: experiences that you've grown to to be in this moment right now that you're not the little bullshit and the little mundane things that you've already experienced. You're like, been there, fucking done that you know what i mean and now like and i think happiness for me which is why i feel like i'm not fully satisfied all the time and not at my full peak of happiness is because i haven't had all the experiences that it's i Probably cuz you to haven't had my full anal form of sex.
1: Like anal. It's probably
0: because i haven't had anal yet dude and you're right. That you're might right. be
1: that might be the secret to happiness for you in adulthood. Like once you know anal, what for your 27th like birthday? Gonna open. <laughs> what? Since for your 27th birthday i hope you have anal. Um
0: I, first of all, need one guy to text me, so, or I can just pick a random guy off the fucking street. I don't know. Less this is the pressure. first time of my life, dude, talking about adulthood. This is, like, the first time of my life, like, not a single guy t- is texting me. Like, not a single guy is interested in fucking talking to me right now. I- I'm, like, not joking. Like, the- I- I'm not joking, and, like, this is also, I'm not re- putting myself out there and I'm not doing anything, but I don't have... A single male being like, "What's up? How are you? Like, how's your day?" <laughs> I have nobody. It's a fucking dry spell. Like, I don't even know. I'm not even flirting with anybody. Like, I I, I couldn't be the de- I couldn't be more single. Like, there's not even anybody on the radar to hook up with. I've been like, and, like having fun. Normal? Being,
1: uh, yeah, that's super normal. Welcome to majority yeah. of my life. Um. Oh. But you don't just have a guy that you're kind of just like talking to. Like it's not
0: anything serious, but this is why I'm talking about adulthood. in a sense because I'm like I was like I have I a couple I, I don't want to like,
1: I could hit up for like fun, not even like sexually, right. but just to like go out on a date and like do an activity. Right. With, like a dude, I've got a couple guys right now. See,
0: I don't have that at all. Like I do not even remotely have a guy that I could text and just be like, want to flirt. Like in but it's it's actually no.
1: it's actually like kind of I don't know. It's like very different because, like, I'm going through it, like, knowing, like, I do not want anything out of this, like, at all. And I've never, like, not, like, in the back of my head been, like, oh, I hope, you know, maybe this will lead somewhere. It's like, no, like, I genuinely, like, I do not want this to lead anywhere at all right now. Welcome to my life.
0: Now, see, welcome to my fucking life.
1: I'm like, Seasons, the, the, baby. Life is yeah. a ride. Holy shit. Are you like down for it though? I'm so down. I'm like the biggest dude. That writer. is crazy. That
0: is actually crazy. I don't. I don't know. The concept of adulthood is such a social construct because it's like, dude, there was parts and t- there was parts of me that like I was acting like an adult at fucking twelve. You know what I mean? Like I'm parenting oh, yeah. my mom. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like for me, like I think it's such a cliche and such a fucking annoying term because it's like I'm I'm being a, a fucking parent in a lot of ways to my own parents that I'm like you know like who. Who's to say and then I got my parents out here acting like fucking college kids you know and I'm just like you know like what is adulthood like ever since like that's why this topic of conversation to me is interesting because I just always feel as though like age is such a weird figment and like that's such a such a cliche like age is just a figment but it's just like it is you know how much happier people would be and how much better this society would be if there wasn't fucking a, an age like we always are constantly asking people oh how old are you who fucking cares? Who the fuck cares? Am I a vibe? Are you enjoying yourself? Like, am I contributing to the world? Are you in having a positive fun? Way? I mean, sure. Like, I, I just like, I don't know. Like age, I, I ask people all the time. Well, how old are you? Like, why does it matter? Why do I ask? Like, why do I care so much? Like, I, I, I'm talk I'm speaking for myself on these things. Like, I, I think that there's a lot of well, things. Well, yeah, that actually
1: I... I was gonna, uh, the way I was thinking about it in my head, because then it further like usually, if I'm asking like how old someone's age is, it's because whatever they're presenting to me as their physical, like outward appearance, is not aligning with either the depth or the lack of depth in our conversation. Oh, I agree. I agree. So that's for me, I feel like that's sometimes. But even then, like that's just me being like stereotypical about what someone should have experienced in a certain period of time to match their right. outward experience, you know, even, but even like progressing our point even further. Yeah. Like to me, usually it's to be like, how fucking old are you? Like you're, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're 38 and you're acting like this. Yeah, I ask. there's 12 yeah. year olds at the table next to you with better fucking manners. Like, you know, shit like that. Like, yeah. but then that is reinforcing that age means you should act or behave a certain way. And you know, what's weird, not weird, but kind of like a side note at work all the time. Like, i like end my things like yeah my name's Slade. love for you to come back and see me i bartend serve manage supervise like come through anytime i'm here a good five out of seven days of the week like bam friendly face here's my shit understand you're fucking with a real one and i'm worth my paycheck and like let's move it along but people are like oh you bartend and manage or if i'm behind the bar bartending people are like oh how old are you and i'm like oh i'm 26 like 26 like you look like a baby Or, like, oh, I never would have guessed that based, like, on what we were talking about. And it's, like, because I choose to present myself. I've got two nose rings in. I always, like, have some sort of, like, bolder eye makeup on. Like, I've got tattoos that show. Like, I wear tops, But I'm also, like, pretty fucking youthful. And people can't. It's almost like they don't know how to treat you if they don't know your age. Like, they don't quite know Mm -hmm. where to categorize what level of respect they're going to give you without qualifying how long or quantifying how long you've been around like are you worth your shit like mm. I
0: I completely agree and like I I feel as though I have always tried to act older or I needed to out of survival be older and like jump into like older positions or roles cliches like financially and like (laughs) if I'm not gonna figure it out it's not gonna be done like since I was kind of little I'm gonna be honest like you want fucking clean clothes clean them You know what I mean? Like you want dinner most nights, who's cooking it? You know what I mean? So it's like those roles that I, maturity is, maturity is something that I value in anybody that I'm going to be friends with. And like, say I'm having a simple conversation with a bartender or somebody at a bar in this setting and I am getting nothing from you. And like, I feel as though I'm fucking 38 and you're the one that's 38. I'm disengaged. I'm dissociating from the conversation. I'm not saying that that's right or wrong, but like maturity is something that really does matter in my life. And it is what it is. I like being around people that aren't as mature if you're a good time, but if you're not a good time, like I could do without you nine days out of of, like nine days out of 10, like truthfully. Um, And yeah, I think that question has always been said to me oh, you're very mature for your age. And I, I think it's a cliche and it's been said to like every woman too, because guys love telling you that. It, like, But it's just like one of those things where it's like, I, I've been told that for so long. My fist, like I actually have my hand in a fist, like genuinely, but when we we're talking about this for no reason, because it's like, I've been said, you're so mature for your age for so long. It's like, yeah, but do you know what goes into being so mature for your age? Like a Drama. lot of nights crying, a lot of, dude, a lot of nights crying, like a lot of, I need help moments dude like I need fucking help and you know what I'm I'm supposed to say that I'm glad that I didn't have it at some times because like I figured it out and I always will figure it out but like maturity also comes with like a lot of baggage in my opinion and like I don't think that we like take that into consideration when we talk about maturity with with young people
1: something else too maturity opens doors that you might not actually be ready to walk through yet just because you're mature doesn't mean that the things That you are being exposed to or the things that just because you can communicate well as a child or just because you're receptive or just because, you know, and I say child, but this could really be at any age. Once again, we'll throw age into it. That doesn't mean like that where you are or the situations or experiences that others then put on to you are fair because as someone who matured physically quicker Th- and could communicate like thoroughly and effectively and like conversationally with just about fucking Hot. anyone like yeah and that's God. when you started having anal that's when i started having having anal at 11 years that's it was just terrible. like done <laughs> that's terrible no it was not <gasps> doing that okay no 11. no she was no. not doing that no, no. but no. you do start to <laughs> have people either then treat you a certain way or like it's just you end up in places sometimes where like you shouldn't be because you are still a fucking kid or like that's what that is so maturity does not equate age or experience I feel okay
0: I definitely totally uh, I I feel you with like that maturity doesn't like quote age and everything because it's like especially being being in the service industry for the time that I was like the amount of times like somebody was like a child at my table and he's like pardon me miss maybe grab the check for my family and his parents are on their fucking 10th espresso martini and I can tell this little fucker is living a life that's like an experience like I understand and like this dude's like I gotta be the parent like I gotta grab the check and he comes back over to me with his parents credit card like who's We're not putting a fucking age on that. He's acting more mature than both of his parents. Like, and I've seen this in so many settings. Like, and my sister, you know, my sister is making a potty training schedule for me when I'm potty training and she's fucking like six years old. You know what I mean? Like maturity is so different for everybody. And like, I think it's cool. I think that everyone ages and matures at different points. Men is a different fucking topic because I think my dad acts like he's 45 and he's 62. Like, I don't know. Like, I also love that. Like I'm kind of obsessed with that about people. Like I don't want people to take themselves too fucking seriously.
1: I also wanna want it to. I was like trying to remember this while you were talking, but um, just to want go back to like maturity and what I was saying is um, like on top of like being in spaces where you're like maybe you aren't intellectually like able to compute them or whatever. Like the same thing of if people are treating you as if you're older that means you're missing out on like key fundamental like even so much down to like being in the classroom versus being taken out of class for projects by like other teachers or administrators where it's like oh she's mature oh she's smart and it's like but whatever was going on in the classroom because there's just so many times I feel like in my adult life or in this era of people expecting me to know certain things about things where they're like oh don't you know how this goes or something and it's like well no because Everyone was treating me like I was older and already knew all this. So I didn't actually learn some of that stuff. And now I feel dumb being at this age, not having those certain skill sets or not having that knowledge because I was being pulled into different situations. Hmm. Does that make sense? No, it
0: does. And I I like that point that you're making. And I like the point that you, you said, just because you're mature and you're acting older doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be treated that way and be also you end up putting yourselves in, putting yourself I'm maybe in speaking for your, myself here, putting yourself into adult situations that you do not need to be in. Like, hence why the way that I, when I started drinking, I was way too young. And I thought I could handle it because I thought I could handle it better than what I was seeing, you know, the substance abuse that I was seeing. I was like, well, at least I'll handle it better than that. And I won't do it as much. No, you won't. You're going to do it worse. You're going to do it fucking worse. You're You're going to do it. It's just going to be your own
1: way of doing it, but it's still going to lead to certain outcomes. You can't outsmart life by thinking you're smarter than it.
0: Dude, straight up. And it's also on that topic. Like I got so frustrated in college.
1: I was extremely frustrated. Tip top.
0: We love that. We love that. In college, I I started really like going back. I dissociated like genuinely a good chunk of high school because I felt as though I genuinely couldn't relate to people because you're crying about your boyfriend breaking up with you and that you didn't get the right pair of fucking UGG boots. And I'm like, you were dating a piece of shit that was evidently gonna cheat on you, and like I told you since day one not to date him. And like, why are you even trying to be in a relationship right now? I saw through every ounce of bullshit in high school. Like I kid you not, like I just really and I just felt like. I'm not this isn't for me like I'd rather be around adults when I was sitting with my friend's parents at the dinner table I was thriving I always loved when the parents were around because I actually felt like you could understand my brain and parents in high school like loved me they would love me as I, I would sit down and talk to them more than their fucking children I literally like I when I go home I'm so excited when I run into my friend's parents they're not even my friends anymore I love when I see their parents and when I got to college I was like thank fucking god I'm going to be around older people. I'm going to be around more people like-minded. I mean maybe for a little bit. That's why I started dating a guy. What I'm trying Your to You're professor. To, is I dated a guy. Just kidding. No, but I I was I was 18 and I dated the oldest I could on the college campus. He was 22 and I was like 22 turning 23. And he wanted I was like this guy. is a good guy. I wanted him to be mature and let's talk about levels of maturity. I was way more mature than him. I was way more emotionally sound and he brought my mental health and he brought me down. And then I stopped dating him and said, "I'm nobody's going to relate to me. And that's what spiraled into my depression is that maturity. And why I'm talking about this maturity is because my immaturity was my downfall, genuinely. I thought I knew too much. I felt like nobody could relate to me. I started dissociating from everybody. And I had best friends and I was like, you're my best friend, but you don't understand how my brain works. And they didn't, like to this day, they're still not my best friend because you didn't understand how my brain fully worked. You didn't fully see me you know, and then I just became a fuck boy. And I was like, no, I don't give a fuck. My mental health started deteriorating because I felt like nobody understood me. And that is such a fucking cliche. And I understand that. But I I wholeheartedly, that's that's how it feels so isolated. and alone. Yeah. Because I felt like nobody and also, dude, I kid you not, I will stand my ground on this. Nobody, there was so few people around me that were as mature as me. And I don't give a fuck. I don't think other people related to me. The one girl that I think did She was just also so deep in her mental health baggage that we were best friends and we were like codependent besties because we were both so hyper independent from trauma that it just blew up in each other's faces. But at the same point in time, like I didn't relate to anybody and it ended up me by dating fucking the oldest guy I could fucking find at all times. I would come, like I would only talk to men that were in college, dads. Like that says a lot, like that says a lot. And like, I'm talking, wow, I'm so mature, but that's, if you want to put that on paper, that's a really immature fucking thing to do. Really.
1: Isn't Just it because crazy? you can't relate
0: to be, people your own age. Yeah. Not be, like I look at those moments where I'm like, I know I'm being, it was out of the fact that like I'm maturing, but I'm doing idiotic things in my maturity. And that's the point that I was saying off of yours. Like, I was mature, but still a kid. I'm still a fucking kid. I still don't have all of those experiences yet. Just because I've seen a lot of shit, those are things that I saw from other people's experiences. I saw and learned from other people's experiences, but I didn't live it myself. And that's when you truly learn. That's when you truly become an
1: adult. Then like whatever their experiences were, those are then shaping the opinions that you're having to navigate your future because it's coming from adults. It's coming from people that you looked up and respected. Now, looking back now, even knowing your maturity, but listening to some of the stuff you were hearing or remembering some of it, it's like. I allowed a lot of my foundational things to be built upon other people's experiences instead of my own. So let me go back and rewrite or reconvene and refigure out who I am through my own experiences. Because like, I remember, God, in fifth grade, I was reading at a sophomore level. In fifth grade, I was reading at a sophomore level. That's totally fucking fine. That's honestly fucking sick. Good job for you, Silly. We're really proud of you. But after it, uh, Harry Potter. A second grade level. But like the, <laughs> but, but literature, just like groups <laughs> of people, changes as you get older. And the concepts become right. darker or the storylines become more age appropriate in terms of like things you've probably experienced by the time you're this age. So like yeah, while in fifth grade, I'm I'm reading fucking *Clan of the Cave Bear* and stuff like that, which is fine. But like a lot of that stuff going over my head and not really actually understanding. I could read the Good words, point. but not understanding it. or grasping. That's I'm like listening. Life. I'm hearing you, right. but that doesn't mean that I understand what we're being Damn, ta- what dude, we're that's talking hitting. about.
0: That point's hitting. That's like literally what I was just saying. Like, and that's that's what I was, I was trying navigating to navigating on life, like, life was in that that. 10th grade reading level, you know, from my experiences, but at the same point in time, like, I don't understand what's going on in the book. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's like, also it's you, like can put, you know what I mean? I don't know what's going on in the book just because I can read it. And just because I understand, I can under, you know, I have a lot of the concepts to put it together. You didn't live that book out. You know, that's the thesis of this you know, it doesn't matter like the emotional maturity. And I think empathy is a huge thing too. You're a very empathetic person and empathy I think comes with maturity. So you're very empathetic. And when you can put yourself in other people's shoes, that's being mature because a lot of people that aren't, you were born with that and that's a gift. And I was as well, but a lot of people understand how to put themselves in other people's shoes through their own experiences. And they're like, Oh, well that happened to me before. So I'm going to have empathy in this situation. Empathy is such a level of maturity like i since i was a little kid i could like somebody would have like somebody's uh mother would pass away and now they are on food stamps and this this and this and this was one of my neighbors that this ended up happening and she was telling me about it and i instantly felt for her i could understand and just feel everything the that she heartache was going and the through. sorrow
1: you could but then and right. that's what's crazy and like that's why it took me so long to be able to separate myself from other people was learning that like i can be empathetic but i don't need to let it consume me where i would be watching mm-hmm. an old man eat by himself at like a fucking mcdonald's like it wouldn't even be anything nice or you know or whatever like whatever anyways just McDonald's out and about, starters. like. I was at McDonald's on Monday. I rode my bike over there. Um, two for five dollars sausage McMuffins, but hash browns and are why literally. Did, you get...
0: did did you have to buy other people some egg McMuffins?
1: Oh, I forgot. Did about... you want to talk about? A dollar I forgot maybe I told you about that,
0: gaze? yeah because that's yeah. actually fucking hilarious that's adult though. like this is the weird shit that we're like i can't share that story because and it's like no it's yes not though. even like
1: i can't share it. but i was going i was going somewhere different with the point so i actually don't oh the okay, old men sorry. okay so seeing an old man or an old woman <laughs> eating that's by themselves and just knowing that like they've had like they're by themselves for, and like but here's the thing they're by themselves and that's like what I'm seeing is them eating by themselves. But I'm making up an entire ass narrative for them of, like, their wife just died, you know, their husband just died, their lover of 30X years, just whatever, whatever. They're fucking by themselves and they're alone. And that empathy and, like, learning to pull that back and be able to, like, just, like, take in that moment and appreciate it for its simplicity or, like, its beauty and then move through my day, like, to me, that's adulthood. But if we want to talk about...
0: You're also seeking out drama and think seeking out things that are Well, I just
1: love creating a story for people I see. Like you kind of know like that people watching game where it's like, I wanna know about this person. I could see them doing this, this, and this. Or like in their off days they're doing that. Or like like so for me, like that's how I keep myself entertained. Like when I'm out in public, making up false stories about people them I, I always I,
0: I love to put a backstory on somebody and like it's it's literally one of my favorite pastimes in the fucking world to do but at the same point in time when I, when I was going off of that and like I think that there's points in time though when you're growing up and you know you were creating a lot of you you've said this earlier in the episode you were creating a lot of you know your own turmoil in your fucking life like you were creating wreaking fucking havoc and I've done the same thing I'm wreaking havoc in my own fucking existence that once I got good at it I got good at wreaking fucking havoc and like, I knew how smart I was. So like, this is my downfall. I knew how fucking smart and I I knew what I was doing. Like, I know what the fuck I'm doing and how I'm behaving. It got to the point where it's like, I craved it. Like I craved the fucking chaos. That was the
1: comfortability.
0: It was the, if it, if I wasn't in chaos or I didn't, if I, again, how I was saying, Oh, I'm not texting anybody like this. I had fucking three boyfriends in college and I was, I was content with that. That seemed like contentment. That didn't cause me any anxiety. I mean, not that I know of. Um, I was just, my homeostasis was just unwell. Like, the fucking baseline was just unwell. But it was just, like, one of those things where it was just, like, I don't know. Like, through those emotions. Why? I don't know where the fuck I was going with that now.
1: Homeostasis. um boyfriends, Free boyfriends. choose what was I saying? No boys on your phone right
0: now. Oh, right. It's those things that are from your past experiences that still come into your adult life, that you're just like, it's shocking to me that like those things that I'm like, I'm even taken aback right now. The reason, the only reason that I'm taken aback that nobody is texting me or talking to me is because in so many periods of my life, I needed that. And I like had to have that level of chaos. And like, I'm not saying talking to somebody is chaos, but talking to somebody is energy. And I don't know how to fucking give that to somebody right now.
1: It's energy and it's also validation.
0: Right. But what you were saying earlier is why this is making sense to me, is what you were saying earlier was I wasted a lot of time. I wasted a lot of time and I was like, oh, you didn't waste time. I wasted my fucking time with too many men.
1: and oh, I you didn't I, waste I,
0: time. And, but also we can counteract that because each of those guys did make me see exactly what I want and I don't view any of those guys that I talked to as bad so I am but okay so it's I'm it's, it's I'm more like how much mi- it's that.
1: more like how many times you had to go back to learn those same lessons over and over right. it's like bitch you didn't get it the first six times like you went right. back to Pete again or whoever it is like I would never mean? talk to a Pete <laughs> I've never talked to one
0: me either. I have a cousin Pete though and he's like such a savage. He forgets. He's such a stoner since I literally can remember he reeks of marijuana and I've never seen him not high. He literally calls me Jill every time he sees me and he calls Jill Grace. Like we look at him and we're like which one of us are we? And he'll be like dude stop tripping right now. Like I don't know. We're like dude We're family. I'm 26 like like when August I saw him at Katie's wedding I was like who am I? I looked at him and I was like who am I? And he was like bruh like you're obviously jill i was like bruh yeah like i don't even try to correct him now i'm just like yeah I you know the it. fucking yeah it's like too awkward to actually correct him like I, he when he calls me jill i'm like yep yeah i close fucking enough you didn't call me katie so i mean there you have good.
1: it all right well let's round out this episode with a true test of adulting which was me this weekend so I w- have been working a fuck ton. Let's give a little backstory. You know me when it comes to storytelling. I'll give you the roundabout. Right, right to it. Home. Right. Right to it. That's the direct, way. direct and easy. Direct, direct
0: and easy. Just like the anal. That no she layovers <laughs>
1: here. So I picked up a new spot at work. I am supervising and managing. Um, I'm just, and stepping into more responsibility because I needed to challenge myself a little more on my day to day adulting baby so i went out to colorado whenever we dropped this last episode i was in colorado and then i came back and had like seven straight days of work so even even though i had four days off for colorado it's like for the last three weeks i've literally only had like days broken up by one day off like i've been fucking busy so I knew Sunday night that I did not want to go out to my roommate's guest bartending shift. I knew I did. I, it wasn't that I didn't want to go out to it. I knew that I was not in the right state to drink, (sighs) which when you're going to a guest bartending thing, there's going to be a lot of drinking. So yeah, my roommates, my best friend. And I was like, I got to go. I got to show support. I would want her there. If I was doing it, like, Let's get after it. I'm going to switch this mindset. I'm going to switch this mindset. We are going to have fun tonight. So we start, I come home from work. I take a nap. Mind you, I work the next day at like four o'clock. So I'm like, okay, take a nap, get ready, and we'll go. We pregame with like three shots at the house. So I've got a six swerve going all the way down. We walk over because adulting. And I have coworkers because she used to work at the spot I work at now. I have coworkers that know her that we're gonna come down and fucking come see her bartend. and you really all, share every detail of the story. They're all texting me. Well, that this is a crucial part. They're all texting me okay. and I'm saying, yeah, I'm not staying for a very long time. I don't have it in me tonight. Blah right. blah blah.
0: So cliff note. Cliff note. Soleil is telling herself she's not gonna drink a lot, but she also has three shots of tequila ripping around her liver. So you know that usually sets you up for i'm not going to go to the tonight. and now she's on the way
1: to the bar and the and bar she's on is her way doing to a bar with, with how how the shots were $5 DJBs $5, $5 Don, Julio Don, Don Julio Blanco shots yeah yeah that sounds like a chill so chill, chill, chill chill chill
0: time it
1: was also my, our other girlfriend Emily her birthday so it was like i just i needed to be there to be like a good friend and to be supportive but i oh, also totally. knew i didn't want friend. to I knew I
0: didn't want I also, to be I have, there. I have a question. Um, out of the, the fact that you were having a really chill night and the shots were $5, only $5, what was your tab again? No, no, no.
1: Well, I'll get to that. Because okay, cool. yeah. I, on my tab, which I walked out of the bar without paying, I had nine shots of DJB, not including the ones bought for me and not including the mm-hmm. ones that were handed to me. So not even mm-hmm. bought, but handed. So I'm ripping shots. One of my coworkers ends up showing up. She literally ends up escorting me out of the bar that I'm just, I've lasted 45 minutes. I got nine shots on my tab in 45 minutes. She's (sighs) escorting me out by my bootstraps. None of this makes me look good. None of this makes me look good. No, no no. no, at all. Escorts me home. I lay down on the couch in the living room. She walks out of the room. She comes back to me vomiting everywhere, all over Mm -hmm. the floor. I'm yeah. so drunk that I'm just looking at her while I'm doing this. She cleans it all up for me. She cleaned your puke up for She you. cleaned my puke for me. Oh, I come wow. upstairs. I think
0: this was in 45 minutes of time. 45 minutes. It was like about- 20 in- shots. Like 20, 20 shots being around you. Adulting. Adulting, in 45 baby. 45 minutes. So, that is adulting. That luckily, is
1: adulting. She brings me home, puts me to bed. There's, I, there's still a trash bag somewhere in my room that- a clean one. Um put the trash bag next to the bed. Thank god. I wake up the next morning 6 a.m. wide awake, fucking so mad at myself because one, I knew I walked out on my $65 tab. Um luckily, like I said, my bar- my roommate was and my best friend was the bartender, so like she paid it. So my first text is I owe you yeah. money. I feel like a piece of shit. My second text is to the- my coworker who cleaned my vomit off the floor and made sure I got uh, home safely that uh, said I owe you the biggest hug and thank you I'm like I wasn't embarrassed because it was like I knew what was gonna happen to the of us. like mean, it was the like I, if you I didn't know eat myself that up, you were gonna be puking on your couch no I I didn't but it was definitely a potential didn't it was it was a possibility for sure you know that that was a for in, in the sure card. possibility and Did it was you just think you like were gonna
0: last more than 45 minutes though or were you like hoping for the 45 minutes at the bar
1: um i thought i was gonna last like so much so that i ordered myself and this is where i fucked up i ordered myself french fries ate mm. them mm. was like better was like coming to and then immediately turned around ripped three shots right off the bat
0: Wow. Yeah. So wow. it was like Why? it was wow. like
1: you allowed yourself to catch up for a minute and then we're like, actually fuck that idea. Bam. Sucker punched me right back into like blackout. Mm. So wow. <clears throat> the next morning I'm sending off these text messages. I fall back asleep at like six fifteen in the morning. Wake up at eight forty-five. My coworker, fucking she was like, uh, she had woken up at some point after I texted her and was like, No worries, I'm on your couch come to find out they actually she went back out after dropping me off and then came back here and slept i on mean the couch. what time was it Nine thirty. wow on a I sunday like that's that's late for right. a sunday so really i rode awesome. my bike to mcdonald's and picked up sausage egg mcmuffins hash this browns this is the next day she and will, orange juice like for be everyone day. because yeah. that's adulting is like yo i fucked that is up adulting and so I'm going to try to do something nice for you to like show, like I'm humbled by my own actions. No one needs to that. say anything Snacks for you. Yeah. Like, so we love So I'm going to
0: share, I'm going to share my, where I'm at right now in my adulting journey. Uh, I'm not drinking. I'm like fucking 23 days of no booze in my system. Um, yeah. And like that to me is where I'm at in my adulting journey. So is sparking up a J ski right now. Um, because, you know, we're, we're talking adulting and that's what adults do. You can fucking smoke weed whenever the fuck you want, bitch. Okay, besides the fact. Um, yeah, I wanted to do it because I wanted to, like, reprioritize things in my life. Especially if I'm going to, like, be not dating and just, like, quit one of my jobs. Like, I just kind of really want to, like, hone in on that shit. Um, and that is, like, I guess a real adult thing to be doing, I guess, if we want to be on the cliche adult version of it. Um, But what I think is really funny is I'm still trying to like have myself go out. Like, I don't want to just not go out because I'm not drinking. And like, we don't think that we can not have fun just because we're not drinking. Like you can have fun just because you're not drinking. Um, Is the conversations that we have when we're drunk are fucking hilarious. Like, The shit that we talk about for literally 45 minutes that's going nowhere and doesn't fucking matter. And I'm sitting there watching these conversations and I have to like keep coming back. Like I'll bop around because I'm like, I'm not, I'm too sober to fucking listen to you. You guys talk about the same shit for 45 minutes and then I'll come back. And literally 30 minutes later, you're still in the same conversation. That's so fucking dumb. And it's like the amount of time and the weird fucking conversations, the dumbass conversations that we have when we're drunk, but we make everything seem so important and so matter of the fact. And the decisions that we make and the shit that we say. My perspective on drinking and going out really have changed. And like, I don't, I don't really want to be drunk like that because I just feel like it's such a fucking waste of time. Like, no offense, like having, going out and having fun, don't get me wrong. Like if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go, go fucking out. But like all the time just to be having stupid, pointless fucking conversations. I was looking around the bar and I was like, everybody here is escaping something and wasting our fucking time. And also, don't get me wrong, we got to kind of leave our fucking, we got to have a good time. We got to let loose sometimes. But I was like, every single person in this bar, like, all 150 of us, are escaping something right now to be here. Like, genuinely. And, like, drunk guys trying to talk to me and hit on me when I'm dead sober, I'm just like, does this work? Like, has this ever fucking worked on me? Like, you sound so dumb. And, like, you don't notice, like, the, the slurring of words and the eye contact. And, like, you don't notice how people's behavior are when it's... you're drink like sober and I'm like I do it like I've seen videos of myself and I'm just like why are you talking like that bitch like what the fuck like I've been giving monologues like drunk monologues like in the street to my friends and like I get the recording back and I'm like I mean it was funny but what the fuck am I saying how am I talking like you know why know do I, mean? I look that like
1: that like why is like my, my body posture so disheveled like yeah I'm, like fully like... slumped over or something like yeah so uh, I uh, uh... I and and that's the thing is like I don't like to see myself like that. I don't like putting myself Nobody in those should, situations though. at Nobody all. Should, but I also know that if my body's telling me like I I don't know because it, it's more just like I knew that that was gonna happen and I gave myself permission to just be as mess drunk and okay, messy though. and that is okay and that's not that's but that's, okay but. It, totally okay but that's the thing is like because I don't allow that to be my every day not that it ever was my every day but at least my every going out experience like I have a night like that out of maybe 10 nights and that's because I'm not taking care of myself or I'm fucking tired or like I'm trying to do too many things at once so for me like I actually I kind of not like them but it's it's a wake-up call for me when I catch myself behaving like that or allowing myself to behave like that like hey girl you got to get grounded again like this isn't this isn't your norm anymore it's okay that this is where it ended up but like let's let's check in on why we just acted that way okay so and and
0: why do you think that because like every time I always end up getting really really drunk like that I'm gonna be honest it's like usually because I am kind of I'm feeling something like I'm kind of like I'm kind of on one like a no offense like I'm like I need to feel something right now like I'm not gonna lie like I need to feel something
1: I've been like so busy and haven't like I've been going to the gym and I've been doing like yoga but because it's so packed into my schedule and everything right now I I've been missing my ex a lot lately and so I was like really like upset about him the other night and I knew that going into it and I knew that like so I was actually like almost mildly pleased with super fucking hammered me because I was like at least you weren't crying at least you just got so wasted that like you immediately got taken home by one of your girlfriends and you're lucky that you're surrounding yourself with people who would get you out of there and take you home and make sure you were taken care of versus, like, leaving you in a bar or something like that in that state. But that's exactly why those things happened. I was super bummed. Like, I've just been missing him a lot lately. And, like, I've been really busy. So it's been really hard to, like, not let those emotions be more prevalent or last longer or whatever than they have been in the last couple months, you know?
0: No, I totally feel that. And, like... Again, it's also realizing those things where it's like, you know, you, you realize, okay, well I've been missing my ex and I needed to fucking feel something and I let loose. And those are the, why, the reasons where I'm like, okay, so you let loose, you fucking puked on yourself and you had to go bike and get your friends a fucking sandwich. But you also realize that that fucking hurts. And I need to reshift my energy and reshift my focus onto like you missing your boyfriend is so fucking normal. And you should, it's just like taking those times, like when you're sitting at the beach, like check in with yourself what could be on my mind right now have I thought about this like and let yourself think about it those are the things like what are your triggers and I've like, been as like adult, in go great. go
1: go mode like so physically and needing to use my brain for the same things that I hadn't been tracing those triggers like I love to do to get to the can bottom I, of it can I argue a point
0: on that of why I feel you've been so so busy recently
1: but then also to try and pack my schedule to not think about him Exactly. Like, oh, so yeah. this is the
0: busiest I've ever seen you and it's also probably when you need to probably unpack some stuff and take some more time for yourself. And I am the queen of doing that. We all know that. I am the queen of doing that but I have now taken time to be like, you know. You guys take this is crazy.
1: Episode 52. Yeah. Soleil and Grace yeah. switch places. Yeah, 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 but it's like yeah. dude I, I make my
0: schedule so packed that it's like, I also just like I spend a lot of time alone that it's like, I want to be around. Like, it, it just keeps me going. It keeps me focused. It keeps me going. But like, there also, I've really found out that like, I find myself when I'm the busiest I am, I'm really, really not trying to think about things. So just think about that, like in our lives right now, as we're rounding this episode out, when was the last time you've been alone to think? Like, I challenge you to be alone, just to think, and actually not... When you have a, maybe if you have a day that you don't need to fucking jam pack something else into your schedule, don't get me wrong. Make that fucking money. If there's money on the table, bitch, take it. But at the same point in time, like if there's a fucking, maybe a a event that I'm saying or something that you don't really need to go to get that bag girl, but maybe after you don't need to go out to that dinner, or maybe you don't need to do this, like take back on maybe one social outing. So you can spend that time with yourself and ask yourself, what am I, what's in my bag right now? What is my baggage? Like, ask yourself that. Like I did, that the, uh, I did that the other day. I've been trying to just sit on my roof in the morning and just fucking get some writing out and have my cup of coffee and be like, what could be on my heart right now? I ended up writing fucking two pages out of something that was just like in my mind from my childhood. I'm like, what's in my bag right now? Like what could be coming out of me? You know. And as I was saying earlier in the episode, as I said, I had that realization that the next person I'm actually gonna date for marriage now in my life. That's disgusting. It's giving me crippling anxiety. And if I was drinking right now, that's something that I'd probably go out and drink too much about, you know what I mean? Like, and those are the things where it's like, I don't know. Like we got to think about what are our triggers and that's adulting, like finding that contentment, working towards that contentment, working towards knowing all of our triggers, working towards being that best version of ourselves. And who knows when that's going to be, maybe that's when I'm fucking 70, who knows, but I'm just saying like, I want to consistently be able to call myself and my friends out on their actions. And never shame anybody. Like, dude, I make the shittiest decisions all the time. Like I still have raging commitment issues. Like I'm talking about dating for marriage. Who the fuck knows if the next relationship I get in? I'm literally going to probably counteract that. I'm still not fucking saying I'm perfect, but at least I'm saying, I'm trying to be cognizant of it to try to find that contentment for myself really hard, really difficult. I like this episode because it's like we never gave you a clear fucking answer on what we thought adulthood is and who the fuck are we to give you I don't that know answer if that comes is. from yourself. I
1: think that that, yeah, that answer is fucking fluid and it changes the more you experience yeah. things and the more you grow into whatever this fucking societal construct of yeah. adulthood is because... Dude, look at this lighting right now. I know. You're in, in golden my apartment. Hour.
0: It's like literally golden. Um. Cool.
1: Well, you guys, you also are free to come and go as you please. And if you chose to stay and round out this episode with us, thank you so much for being here. You should here have. And, like, and God being... bless you. You probably just had the time of your life. It was a ride. That was That was a good one. That one just kind of it's Got me thinking.
0: Um, yeah. We said, I'm, you I'm said a lot of great lot. points that we helped each other on tonight. I think that you yeah. would say something and I'd be like, "Wow, that like you brought in such a different perspective of what I was saying, but like really rounded it together." Like you know what I mean? There's two, podca- I two, there's types, two of types of girls,
1: baby, and that's why we have this podcast. I said there's two types of girls, baby, but also like, there's two types of podcasts. There's ones that are sick like ours, and there's ones that are stupid like whatever else you guys have been spending your like time. Like any other podcast in the
0: world that you're listening to is fucking dumb. Just kidding. I listen to so many podcasts that are so great. And make me a bad yeah. person.
1: <laughs> we don't. We don't mean to shit on other people, but you should pass ours and share ours around because Grace is right. We do. Um, We did do a really good job this episode of, I don't know, expressing like kind of abstract ideas and breaking down constructs and concepts into things that I think are relatable and things that I think are simultaneously really scary but really beautiful and only scary because it's it's unknown and like that's hey, this is a mental health podcast. Anxiety is a fear of the unknown, baby it's a fear of control so it's like you can't control you can't control growing up you can't control what it means to be an adult but you can control to better yourself and to work on yourself and to just fucking try and you know take some time and reflect and pause on the beauty of it and look back on your life and realize you have grown and in what ways you've matured and like fucking you know Get after it. And my Siri just turned on and recorded the entire monologue. She's creepy. She's creepy.
0: I I just wanted to round out this episode by also just saying, like, you're doing great. Like, honestly, and if you know that you're not doing great, uh, call yourself out. Like, that's the thing. Like, you're doing the best that you fucking can, dude. And if you don't think that you're doing the best that you can, step it the fuck up. Like, easier said than done. But, like, you're doing the best that you can. And no matter what fucking age you are, good for you. Like you've lived all of your experiences to be that you age you are, and don't overthink it and don't underthink it. Like being being older. Like if you're if you're like in your forties, fucking sick. If you're in your thirties, fucking awesome. If you're in your twenties, awesome. But, but you know what? Time, we, none of us are different. We all just have love. How about of this? Stop
1: are... trying to live in your twenties. Stop trying to be in your thirties. How about you just be in your fucking prime? I'm gonna be yeah, in the prime and that's of my every day life, I guess. at all times, baby. Right.
0: I know literally prime like, that's, time. What you say. What, that's what this what,
1: episode's called prime, prime
0: time. time. The right now is the prime time. Like, honestly, like those are the things where it's like, I, I look back at the things that I'm like, when, when I'm an advocate of this, like what is the best moment of your entire life? And anytime somebody asks that, or I've been asked that, I say it hasn't happened yet because I truly believe it hasn't happened. I can't give you an answer for that. I don't know what the best moment of my life is. And maybe somebody can can answer that instantly. I can't, I can't, you, and you can't answer yet. that it's... until
1: your life is over because like you have to keep searching for that best moment in your life if you believed you already lived in your best moment would you keep trying as hard on your day-to-day and that's why i feel like it's wild that people like, have who's those answers say? and
0: that's like the th- that's the thing with age with me where i'm like i don't know like why are we getting mad when we get older because that's just more experiences and more memories and more shit to make like i don't know when my best moment is but i gotta get to 27 to get closer to it you know what i mean so like and I gotta get to thirty to find more of my contentment, and like that's what I'm—I'm I'm chasing, just contentment, and that's the form of happiness for me. And Damn. I don't know if I'm as happy. I want to
1: ride am. with you to content land.
0: Thanks, girl. I can't wait to see when we're just like kicked back with like a fucking—oh my god—bottle of Camus, which is like we a fucking nice one hundred and fifty bottle of. Bread. Make our big
1: announcement. Our big announcement. Do 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 do. Grace and I have started training for the ultimate oh. endurance of our friendship. Terrain Dude, race we're 2022. trek
0: through the mud together. I had to send a fucking Karen email to be like, I there's no availability in that time slot, and I need to be on my friend's team.
1: Grace is joining yeah, my gonna... relay team. We'll have some tough mudder-esque so footage excited. for you guys come uh, early November. So stay tuned, share this podcast around, and uh, look for. Look for your reasons why and look for you know i don't know just fucking keep Hell going yeah. after it we're keep done a new. Just we like dropped so much with. wisdom
0: we're, we just we've, we've been talking and doing a lot but yeah like like in this podcast please share with some friends um do yourself a favor like please share this like send this to send this to people you're on your phone right now hit that literally click that little arrow and send it to two people i'm waiting do it right now two people up up Great job, congratulations. You've achieved something today. You better somebody's life. Please better somebody's life. And now I'm giving you another second to go back and do it because you probably didn't do it. Okay, good for you. All right, thanks so much. Like us like us on Instagram, like us every single way that you can like somebody. Um, yeah, we love that. Peace. Peace. All right, great episode, great job. Wow. I feel older. We are I- We are getting, con- we're literally older right
1: we aged over the course of that podcast
0: yeah i feel like we almost shaved a year off of our life from that podcast episode but that's okay
1: i like to think i gain three years of wisdom every time i uncover a little pearl of knowledge